Okay, we're talking about talent versus hard work. What's more important? This is a good one. We'll be right back, stay with us. This is Personal War Stories, Life's a Battlefield. Join us as we tackle the personal struggles we face each and every day. Food, fitness, relationships, family values, business, society, pop culture, sports, politics, religion, and yes, much, much more. Renowned industry leaders and disruptive thinkers, my name is Steve Budin, and by my side, my trusted co-host is Don Ravid. Join us today as we reflect, rant, laugh, and learn, all while we tackle life's endless battles from their most unconventional perspectives. Ready? Here we go. Steve, great topic. Yep. In sports, we always see a professional team on draft night, weighing the option, do I pick the overachiever, or do I pick the talented underachiever? Think former Florida Gator, NCAA champion, Heisman Trophy winner, NFL quarterback, and now potentially Major League Baseball prospect, Tim Tebow. Right. Rather than the player with the average college career who had the best athletic testing source at the NFL Combine, or do I take this guy who won two Heisman Trophies and some national championships? The question of talent or hard work haunts professional sports in corporate America. People ask me all the time, what do you think? I'm on both sides of the fence. Hmm. But for purposes of today's show, I'm gonna take the hard work argument. Okay, number one. A few years ago, Florida State University published a study where a psychologist asked violin students at the music academy to estimate the amount of time they devote to practice the violin. The best players say they practice over 10,000 hours. The good players say they practice around 8,000 hours. And the least skilled say they practice under 5,000 hours. In other words, this study supports the idea that hard work is more than talent. Number two, we all know this guy, Malcolm Gladwell in the book Outliers talked about this 10,000 hour rule. He says, quote, practice isn't the thing you do once you are good but the thing that you do which makes you good. Gladwell believes in the idea of hard work. And number three, there have been so many articles published which say that IQ is a decent predictor of performance on an unfamiliar task. But the thing that you do which makes you good when you get the job is what really matters. Now, in finance, you also see this idea of, or corporate America, finance world, same thing, where they try to balance the idea of what's more important, hard work or talent. And I say, in some of those spaces, I think they look at talent more than hard work. Steve, you can jump in at any time, but I just want to give you this last sort of um, kind of finance example. So the Huffington Post published an interesting article a while back about investors favoring, they call them naturals over strivers. 900 investors, investors were showed profiles of fictional entrepreneurs that contain information about their leadership experience, management skills, IQ, and amount of money they'd already raised. The investors had an overwhelming preference for the naturals. That means the talented people. Right. To get backing from the investor, the striver or the hard worker had to show an average of four and a half more years of leadership experience, better management skills, higher IQ, and an extra $40,000 in accrued capital than the natural. Prior to this experiment, investors said that they valued hard work. But after this experiment, they started realizing they would rather take talent or strivers over hard workers. Steve, what the fuck do you think about this one? This wow. is a tough one. So, 
I'm going to leave the masturbation analogy alone for a second and talk about my son who in the third grade started to play basketball and as a white Jewish JCC prospect he entered into uh, a world where he was going up against kids who were able to roll out of bed and just by virtue of rolling out of bed be more gifted, more talented, and more athletic than him. Um, and he had to deal with that. And it had, it had, it, it had, you would think that that would have a negative effect on him, but in actuality what it did was it made him into a hard worker. Right. Because now he had to work very, very hard just to be able to keep up with the kids that rolled out of bed, right? And we're better than him. Right. Now, the flip side of that is now, that was in the third grade. Right. Going into the eighth grade now, half of those kids mm -hmm. that were on his team that rolled out of bed and were more athletic than him are long gone. Right. And he has well surpassed them. Right. Because at some point, even the most talented of kids and people need to work hard. And if they've never had to work hard before because everything has come so easy for them, right. then they face their moment of truth. And only a percentage of them will be able to overcome that moment of truth while a larger percentage of them will fail. So again, you know, there are advantages, like all the things we talk about, advantages and disadvantages to, to, to the obvious. And, um, and look, at the end of the day, if I had to choose between being very talented or being very hardworking, I'm gonna to choose to be very hardworking yeah. because when you're very hardworking, you can become, let me give you an example, a story. Billy Joel tells it all the time, if you see him on these, like, on these, on these channels where they do the, uh, the story time with these, uh, with these famous uh, uh, musicians. And uh, Billy Joel tells a story about when he first started, how bad Elton John was. And he would make fun of him because he really was, in his opinion, and Julie Joel was a Juilliard-trained right. musician right. And, and piano player, and 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 Elton John would just clack the piano and yeah. play, and um, and he really didn't respect Elton John as a piano player. He respect him as an entertainer, right. but not a piano player. Thirty, forty years later, he signs on to do a, uh, the Red Piano Tour with, or the Dueling Pianos in Vegas, right. where they do a big thing, it was happened about 10 or 15 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, um, where Billy Joel and Elton John shared the stage Dueling Pianos. He said, and he said that when he, when he saw Elton John warm up and play like in the rehearsal, he was blown away. And, and he went up to Elton, and Elton saw him laughing, and he knew, and Elton John looked at him, and he said, without Billy Joel having to tell him what he was laughing about, Elton John said to Billy, he said, you know, if you do anything long enough, you become good at it. Yes. Hence the original masturbation, you <laughs> right. know, comment that I made. No matter what you do, if you do it long enough, right. you become really, really good at it. Yes. And, um, and, and without, without the hard work, it's impossible right. to reach your highest level. For sure. You, you can reach a level higher than the next guy. Yeah. You can reach a level high enough to succeed. Yeah. But you will never, ever be able to reach your personal highest level without hard work and talent being synonymous. Agreed. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I, I train a lot of professional athletes, and so I get this question a lot. What do I take, talent or hard work? Right. Now look, I understand why professional sports teams go to these combines and look for who's got the best 40 speed, who's got the best vertical, who bench presses the fat the most, all that shit. It's no different than 
people need objective criteria to decide who gets into graduate school or undergraduate right. school. People need things to measure other people against. And I understand why they do that. But the reality is the best player in the NBA wasn't the guy who scored the best in these combines. The best player in the NFL is not the person who scored the best in these NFL combines. It's a small piece of a much bigger puzzle. If you're gonna ask me what do I prefer, yes, I prefer that there be a threshold of talent, of length and athleticism. Things that you can't teach. Yeah, but, but it, it means nothing if it doesn't come with hard work. And the reality is the only success that's gonna ever gonna happen is talent plus an overachiever will equal greatness. And that is, that, that's the most important piece. So if I'm hiring or I'm recruiting or I'm training or I'm evaluating talent, yes, of course I look at what natural gifts and what comes easy. But I also need to see what's behind that. No different than the pretty girl, right? I need to see she's got a brain also. I agree, and, and to bring it to the kid level, because that's where I started with this, um, I would say this. I would say that when I got my son into basketball, I wanted to make him as talented a basketball player as possible. But what I was really trying to do is not make him an NBA player. If that happens, great. Not make him a, a, a D1 player. If that happens, great. Not make him a standout high school player. If that happens, great. But what I wanted to do from the very beginning was give him a platform so that he could dream and that I could instill a work ethic in him. Right. Because as a hard worker, whether he makes it in basketball or not won't matter. Because no matter what he does in life, if he applies the same hard work, right. the same ethics that he applied to, to becoming a skilled basketball player when he clearly started as a non-skilled basketball player, there's nothing he can't do. Right. There's nothing he can't do. Not because of the talent, because of the hard work. Right. The hard work will create the talent. So, and, and, and at the highest levels, now we're talking from kids to like the guys that you deal with, yeah. they're synonymous. Oh, the higher sure. up you go, the more synonymous they have to be. Yes. That, you know, Steph Curry, greatest talent, hardest worker. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Michael Jordan, greatest talent, hardest oh, worker. Yes. Larry Bird, greatest talent, hardest worker. Yes. Magic Johnson, greatest yes. talent, hardest worker. Right. Th it was synonymous. It'll yeah. always be that way. Right. Um, and and that's, that's, that's the way I feel about it. And, and I think, uh, you know, people sometimes wonder, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with this guy. They'll say, oh, LeBron James is an amazing talent. Well, let me tell right. you this. LeBron James was not born six foot nine, 275 pounds, coming out of Gloria James's womb, dribbling <laughs> basketball, Thank right? God. This was a work in progress for 30 years to become the most amazing, amazing, amazing basketball dedicated player ever. Dedicated his whole life to for it. For sure. So there's this idea that just, you know, he's so Certainly talented. didn't dedicate it to English and math. <laughs> right. But, but LeBron is so incredibly special and incredibly devoted to this craft, the idea that, yes, he can run and jump and do all these things, but without that work and without the development of that skill, none of this would matter, right? I completely and, agree. You know, so I, I, I think... Um, that, that you know that, that we denigrate someone's reputation when we we try to put a talent label on them right. and imply to people that they there wasn't a lot of hard work, For especially sure. at the professional level. Anyone yes. who's gotten to the NBA uh, and has succeeded, uh, it's only come with hard work For sure. and sacrifice. Right. But I, I think sometimes I, I kind of laugh at these the combine testing or all these sort of objective evaluations used to try to identify talent, and I think that there's. I know for myself personally, there's better metrics to use. I don't need to discuss them because they're the metrics I use when I evaluate my athletes. But sometimes professional sports or even even companies, they look for the wrong things. Well, how many times have you seen the player, and I'm sure you didn't think of this one, and yes, yeah. you did. 
How many times have you seen the player who looks awesome in warm-ups? Oh, for sure. He's dunking 360s. Yes. He's hitting nailing threes. Right. He don't miss. He right. even flips it behind the back and yeah. goes in. The yeah. guy looks like Meadowlock Lemon. Right. And then in the game, he can't produce. He can't do right. shit. Right. But that's because also, he's not a game player. Right. But that's also the example. So of, you could be a combine athlete. Yes. Who can't perform. But that's the example. You look at the 4340 speed and he can squat 700 pounds and deadlift 500 pounds and he has a figures to be good. 15 and they'll say that's that that is the indication for potential. And my answer is no. You're looking at the wrong things, man. No different than yes, you have a 4.0 from Harvard. I get it. You look great on paper, but that's not the only thing that matters for you to be able to survive in this position. Um, Lawrence Taylor was significantly smaller than Lyle Alzado. Yes. Significantly, I sat next to him on a JetBlue fight. I couldn't believe how small he was, but yeah. he was a lion, a, a freaking lion. A Guys, we're gonna come right back. We're gonna sum it up with our final thoughts. You may agree with us, you may not, but we know either way, you will be right back. Thank you. Welcome back, you guys. I'm gonna give you my parting thoughts, and then Steve's gonna jump in afterwards. Talent or hard work, you need both, or you got nothing. If I'm evaluating and I'm alone on an island, I can only bring one girl, talent or hard work, who am I bringing with me then? I'm gonna take hard work. And the reason is, is that hard work will always let you overcome. Hard work might not make you great, but it'll make you successful. It might not make you the wealthiest person in the world, but it could make you rich. Hard work doesn't, it does have its values. It does have its, you know, it, 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 it matters, I think, more than talent. But if you're talking about greatness, if you're talking about trying to be the best, you need to have both. And that's the only, only way. And I think sometimes um, we put a little bit too much emphasis on the talent part, on what comes easy, what comes natural, how tall you are, how long you are, how quick you are, what your IQ is. That shit doesn't matter if it doesn't come with a workout. You know, it's an interesting um, point that you made. You said you started this conclusion out by saying if you had to bring one girl to the island, yeah. would you bring the, 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 the talent or, or the would you bring the hard work? And you said the hard work and I giggle because I'm thinking to myself first, like, oh man, I'd bring the talent. I'd have right. enough hard work for two of us, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? No problem. <laughs> right. But truthfully, the talent would get you a great first night on the island. Right. But how would you survive? Who's gonna build the raft? Who's gonna help hunt? Or what gonna... kind of relationship right. could you have with someone who isn't willing to put hard work into that relationship because yeah. she's the talent. Right. She doesn't need to. For sure. So this it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's the hard working relationship that's yeah. sustainable because at the end of the day, if you're gonna be on an island with a girl and you're gonna have to have a relationship with a girl, right. there's gonna be have to be hard work in that relationship on both ends. Yes. The talent only matters for the night of the honeymoon. Right. After the honeymoon, right. it's all hard work. And trust me. And trust me, after the void of the hard work, yeah. no chance for a relationship. Exactly. This is why the Hollywood actresses and actors that get together never wind up sustaining a relationship right. because you have two people in need of a spotlight right. and only one spotlight. Yes. Oh, amen. Oh, I agree with that on, on all fronts. All right, guys. Thank you once again for joining us. It was another great show. And for my name is Steve Budin and I'm Mike. Don Ravine here too. That's my trusted co-host. And we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Life. It ain't easy for any of us. 
Every level of success brings another level of hardship. But that's why we're here, and that's why we created this show. To tackle the tough topics and share our experiences and opinions in the hope that it inspires you to search and ultimately find your own answers that work best for you. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, struggles, achievements, and even your failures. So please visit us on iTunes, Personal War Stories, Life's a Battlefield, and on our website, personalwarstories.com. Together, we'll grow our community and our awareness. Adon and I will always stay in touch. In fact, you can reach us on personalwarstories.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Personal War Stories. Until next time, peace, love, perseverance.